My brothers, my sisters, my friends, the great gift of your applause is not for me. No, no. It is for yourselves. You came today because of a craving and the knowledge that the old ways serve us no longer. You came today because you crave something new, something different. It is said that I hate the non-magic, the muggles, Vermin. the nomage, Again. the can't spells. I do not hate them. I do not. For I do not fight out of hatred. I see the muggles are not the lesser, but other. Not worthless, but of other value. Not disposable, but of another disposition. Magic blooms only in rare souls. It is granted for those who look for higher things. Oh, and what a world we would make for all of humanity who live for freedom, for truth, and for love. The moment has come for me to share my vision of the future that awaits if we do not rise up and take our rightful place in the world. You know how he breathes out the smoke? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. You can't handle the truth. King Kong ain't got shit on me. I am the I'm so much crazier. I am the one who knocks. Go ahead. Make my day. Resting before him has brought pockets. Everybody on? I tried to think of a magic beast, but I can't name it. Neither point? can I. Welcome. What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, witches, wizards, and muggles alike, to a Fantastic Beasts episode beasts. of Facing Off. This is a podcast where we take two movies that we find to be similar in some way, and we compare, contrast, and rate them. Today, we, we are doing... two very fantastic beasts for you. <laughs> yeah. We got this beast and that one. They're all, they're all fantastic. Today, we are doing the second Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them film in the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them franchise. And that is called Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. And we're facing it off with the new third movie of the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them <laughs> franchise called Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. My name is Gabe, and I am a Gryffindor, and I'm joined by Layla and Nick. What are you? I think we discussed <laughs> oh, on a different man. one. Yeah. Oh, I'm a Ravenclaw. <clears throat> yeah, that makes sense. Nick, you're a, you're a Slytherin, dude. Dude, I'm a Hufflepuff. It's the slick, 
black hair that makes I you a Slytherin. I don't have black hair. It's, it's not <laughs> slicked back. You think this is slick back? <laughs> this is pushed back. <laughs> this is pushed back. And uh, no, I'm a Hufflepuff, dude. Yeah, well, I'm anyone who's proud to be a Hufflepuff person. is a stupid person, uh, in my opinion, because you're wow. basically a Shots Newt's commander. No points to Hufflepuff. Um, hey, by the way, spoiler alert at the top. If you haven't seen <laughs> these <alert>. two beasts, <laughs> let me tell you right now, they're both fantastic. Yeah, the beasts are fantastic, but that's all we'll give you. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen these movies. They are all streaming on HBO Max right now, so go ahead and give them a gander. Um, because or what's don't. good for the goose is great for the gander. Or don't. You don't have to, to but, if you, but, but if you want we'll to listen to this. tell you whether or not to give a gander. Yeah. Do you want me to say why the beasts are so fantastic and similar? Why? Because oh, you can boy, find them? Let me tell oh, you yeah, about yeah. these fantastic beasts. Yeah. <laughs> and where, where to, to find them. <laughs> Yeah, why are we doing these two movies, Nicholas? It's all magically like, stupid already. I love it. I compose myself. <laughs> I've been stupefied. Uh, these are two fantastic movies that dive into the mind of Grindelwald, uh, the Harry, Harry Potter world's second most famous bad guy. Except for one, he's played by Johnny Depp, and then the other one, he's played by Mads Mikkelsen. It's the only difference. They're both the same movie. Otherwise, both fantastic, both beasts. Yeah. I mean, I think the reason why we're doing these two specifically is I think when you see the first one, you're kind of like, oh, okay. Like, it's not that good, but you're like, okay, I'm kind of interested. I can see where they could take this. And then you get the second one and you're like, oh, wow, this is like really not interesting at all. And it's not good. And then the whole Johnny Depp situation that we have, I I think, like talked about on another episode, but like we're definitely going to talk about here. Uh, happens where he gets removed from the movie due to the um, lawsuit with Amber Heard. And so they replace him with Mads Mikkelsen. And then there's like a semblance of like, maybe this could have been a good franchise. There are elements of it. So I kind of wanted to do these two with you guys because I think that you could see where it could have gone right. Yeah, we... We get to look, but into they both who, still suck. <laughs> we get to look into who Grindelwald is in both of these. He's well, one you know. is about like more getting into like Grindelwald, and one is about more and getting into the Dumbledores or whatever. And his secrets. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. Anyways, <clears throat> Layla, you had not seen either the second or third, right? Yeah. So this is I'm so very curious of your of opinions the on this of Grindelwald. Nor is, did you know about the secrets of Dumbledore? Yeah, that's true. yeah. I, uh, it's kind of, I, I mean, I apologize being such a huge Harry Potter fan. It's kind of ridiculous. I hadn't seen either of these movies, but I truly just had no desire. Like I had zero desire. Um, that hasn't changed <laughs> since yeah, watching. Yeah, he them. forgives you. Well, he forgives you. Well, since it hasn't changed, what, Harry Potter, Harry, our Lord yeah, and Harry. Savior? <laughs> um. <laughs> the boy you fucking lived. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Harry Potter, some respect come to die. <laughs> um, let's rate these movies. We're going to break them down based on five categories, and we're going to rate each category one to seven, <clears throat> one being lowest, seven being highest, four being average neutral in between. opportunity to say fantastic. Yeah, seven is fantastic. Uh, I am going to moderate this episode. <laughs> 
and Nick and Layla are going to share their opinions and make me laugh. Uh, we're going to start with spectacularity. Let's talk about the engagement level of these movies, things that took you out, whether you were fully interested, um, distracted, blah, blah, blah. Layla, start with The Crimes of Grindelwald. Should we say Fantastic Beast 2? Yeah, can you or... please do that, honestly? Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm Start with Fantastic Beast 2. Yeah. Spectacularity. Okay. Um, I'm a little bit like off the cuff on this one. I didn't take an insane amount of notes, uh, mostly because I was just so perplexed at how bad it was the whole time I was watching it. But I don't even know. Like, We were texting earlier trying to figure out what intro we wanted to do. I swear to God, I didn't even... I couldn't even remember what happened in either of these two movies, and I watched them like three days ago. Like, Why would you? It just like completely escaped my brain, especially the second one. Like... Yeah, because it's the worst one. It's unreal how much I don't even really know or understand what happened in that movie. I am... I... (laughs) Can I can I will not ever I like you know now I've watched all three of them I do not understand why Ezra is such an important part of these movies like I don't because he's, he's uh I forget the name of it damn it what he's the big monster oh the uh I don't even remember the name either extremis that's not it that's, that's the, not it that's the serum it's the same thing Dumbledore's sister was and uh, whatever the name of that obscurus that, obscurus, obscurus yeah. that's it <laughs> um. Yeah, but that like, but even the obscurest part of it like doesn't really matter in the end, like at all. It feels like I don't even know what that creature has to do with anything. I don't even know how he was used as like a weapon in the end because he really wasn't used as like a weapon in any way. I don't, I really don't understand. And he was just so awful the whole time that like I was really confused as to what this movie was even trying to be. I feel like so many different storylines were happening all at once. Like, I feel like Grindelwald, like, literally was his own storyline. You didn't need to have the Obscurus or whatever it's called involved at all. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I yeah, just. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of the movie is like this how evil starts. And they basically, yeah. oh, with this the one and especially the, the third one, they, they're talk they're like, it's clear it's about like, you know, like when Mussolini and Hitler um, started up. Like, that's. That's you could feel that just when they when they had their startup when they got their funds uh, yeah well no I know that like you could definitely feel that in the third one they make it like kind of clear with the people like rallying outside and stuff yeah but like my point I no I agree with I you. mean the obscurest like, stuff like I just yeah like, exactly it why just, is that in it why is it in it at all like yeah. it's just because it's big and scary it's not <laughs> though scary. it's really not though he's just so weird and creepy and uncomfortable to watch as a character and I just I just rip it up and Hawaii. Ezra Miller they are just. Yeah. A lot. And I I I couldn't remove myself from that. I also couldn't remove myself from how like out of place they were in the movie. I just it was all very uncomfortable and weird and I didn't like any of it. Um again, I don't I can't even tell you what really happened in the second movie, so I have to give this like I'll give it I'll give it a two just because like there were some fun moments in it that I well, can yeah. find enjoyable. <laughs> I'm wondering, like, maybe, Nick, you could talk about, like, do you find the magical creatures to be, like, The Fantastic Beasts? Yeah, the Uh, Fantastic Beasts. They're the only good part of these movies. 
Okay, I was just like, like highlight a few. Like, are there moments that Niffler. like in the I second do any, one? I do anything to own a Niffler. Is I, that the gold? That's the one that steals all the gold. Yeah. I, I well, I was going to talk about this in actoring, but yeah. I'm, okay. The yeah. No, yours are so good. At the names of all of them. Good. Just so anybody. <laughs> What's the name of the twig again? Oh well, dude. Now I'm gonna have to scroll. I'm not sure. Tim or something. Groot. Greg. Jim. No. Groot. Yeah. Yep. It's Groot. <laughs> it's Groot. It's Groot. But like, do it's the scenes Groot. with the, the? I guess I like without like just saying bow like truckles. the characters. It's a do they truckle. keep you engaged? I don't know. Yeah. If it has like a specific. If yeah. honest to God, if they had just made a series that like, actually followed yeah. Newt and and creatures and him yeah. going, you would through, like that. Yeah, I would have loved that. I would have okay. absolutely loved that. I would have adored I mean, that. Even if it was a series and it was like every episode he went through some adventure trying to get a new creature or something like mm. that, I would have loved the shit out of that. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. I, uh, I give it a three only because there are <laughs> things that I know in it, you know? Like, I'm like, oh, Lestrange. I know that name. <laughs> and, I, and I like Zoe Kravitz, so... Sure. <laughs> that's that's the reason it gets a three. But that's the, that's the difference between a three and a two for me. I guess. I guess a, like a one has to be like I do not want to watch this movie at <clears> all, <throat> and I am only watching it to be part of this podcast. A two, like if I didn't recognize anything and there weren't famous actors, I guess it would be a two. But I do like. There's an element of these movies that you like want to be something, but they're just fucking not. They're just not. I'm They're shocked you're giving it a not three. Anything. Like, you're like that's too high. Like, yeah, I just like I just don't. I mean, I get it. Like I, I, I love living in this world, and sometimes it's just nice to have that on. Like living I'm within to think it, of the like magic. The first, like, I don't know. It's I will dumb. say. I will it's say. Very poorly written. I almost want to go up to a three only because I just remembered one of my favorite things about these movies in particular is that you actually get to see magic in action for the first time in a really fun way. Like in the Harry Potter movies, you're just watching Harry do like elementary spells over and over again, basically. But in these movies, you actually get to see magic do cool things and see the use of like how someone who's incredibly trained can use it and get around and do really cool shit. And I kind of like watching how they implement that in the movies but, I do too. It's it's kind of funny that no one like I know that aurors are the best at doing magic and stuff, but it's funny that like there's like none of their spells have to be said out loud. Like <laughs> not a single one. What about some like random ass one? But it's just like the way they use their wands is like, are they thinking of those long ass phrases in their head well i feel i mean that's a good question i feel like a bunch of teacups are about to fall (laughs) on the ground and then she just like magically brings it up and i was like dude i did not hear you saving guardian liviosa (laughs) i mean mean, yeah how fast can you even say that maybe it's not about the words dude it's about the The fantastic beast yeah well okay that's i mean that's fair uh layla i kind of wanted to like see what it is that engages you two and you guys both gave or you gave it a two layla nick gave it a i'm three. staying at a two but yeah yeah okay. what about nick what about fantastic beast three did the secrets of dumbledore keep you engaged oh dude he's so he has so many secrets not I really have no idea um it's, yeah it's not really very many he's gay mm. 
So one. He has one. So he has one secret. <laughs> and the one secret. the credence and Aberforth thing is the he secret. has yeah. He's, he it's didn't not know just about him. that. Though. It's not just but it's Dumbledore. It's not Albus Dumbledore. It's not the secrets mm. of oh, Albus. Oh, it's the, so it should be the secrets of Dumbledores. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or the plural. Yeah. These freaking alchemies. I'm just gonna start naming some of the some of the names of Fantastic Beasts that I. But Nick, by the way, if no one heard, remembered the twig. The Twigman is uh, named Pickman. Twigman. Twigman. Pickett. Twigman. No, Pickman's a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What did you think? Uh, of the Nick, third? what did you think of the third movie? <laughs> Jeez, dude. I gave it. Uh, I'm in between. Honestly, I'm in between a four and a five, and I'm leaning five. I kind of like the third one. Mm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the politics of the Harry Potter world. Dumb as shit. Yeah. Dumbest people, do they have a constitution? Do they have founding fathers? Because that really matters. Yeah, but I'm kind of jealous if they <laughs> don't have one. <laughs> it's really important. Remember, uh, they don't seem to have any... They just, they just like... They just lean on them fantastic beasts, dude. And boy, howdy, is the beast at the central of... The central part of this movie, fantastic. It can choose a president or whatever mm-hmm. they call yeah. it. And they're so cute. Um, and, and so it is almost parodying itself because they, they intentionally a, – a plot point in the movie is let's make the plot of the movie as convoluted as possible <laughs> in order to confuse Grindelwald, who is able to see the future sort of, kind of. Which I think is really funny. And ultimately then makes all of the stupid hijinks they get into – make sense in a very cheap way and i will talk about the writing of these movies later but i did like watching this one way more than i liked watching the other ones okay way more so you're at a five a little above average 4.5 4.5 for nick layla what about you for fantastic beast 3 was it spectacular okay i'm just gonna give it an average score i'm gonna give it a four i mean there were parts of it, like it had moments that engaged me. So like I was definitely more engaged in the third one than in the second one. Like, I don't know why, but like the crab scene, like oh, cracked, cracked me up. Like I was just dying That's during that watch scene. Them do the, it's just Eddie Redmayne. It's, it's Eddie Redmayne's like his physical acting, to hip, his commitment to the hip yeah. moving yeah. is like the funniest part. Totally. No, so there's there's moments, right? Like, I think there were some solid moments. I really, again, enjoyed the magic. I love all the beasts. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't even really understand why so many things that happened in this movie needed to happen in this movie. I was incredibly upset that at the end of the movie, nothing that had happened mattered because he survived and got away. And I don't understand. Like, this was supposed to be... A trilogy. A trilogy, and it was supposed, and also the the whole. You made me watch a movie, J.K. Rowling, and then did nothing by the end of it. Like nothing happened. He just didn't become like president of all wizards. Like that's all that didn't happen. Like he's still alive. He still has followers. Also, like he, by the way, in that scene, <laughs> he just stands by while they relitigate everything, and there's just no fucking chance he would do that. Because if you watch the second one. He just goes off. Like, he yeah. starts that blue fire. He starts killing people. And in this, he's like, they're like, wait, 
Hold yeah. on a second. That's not the real whatchamacallit. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but they're but they like so can... they re yeah. they relitigate it very slowly. It's like a ten minute scene, it's and so he just long. stands there. There's no fucking chance he wouldn't just be like avada cadavering people in his because he just crucioed someone too. Yeah, well, he's also just hovering in the air in a bubble that's falling apart, and no one does anything. Like no one, yeah. no one tries to do anything. They just stare at him, and then he apparates away. Like it's. It's the whole last, I would say, like, 40 minutes of the movie becomes really frustrating for viewers, I think, because you're literally like, where is this leading now? Like, I've stuck with you through this chaos of this movie, which made very little sense, as you very well intended for it to, and now I need a little bit of closure here, and you're going to give me none? And, like, the reasoning behind why Dumbledore and his, like, blood thing exploded made zero sense to me. I didn't really get that. I felt like that was a cop-out, too. Like, it just... Nothing about this movie was well thought out to me. It didn't have a good through line. I just had pockets of moments where I enjoyed the like mischief they all like got into. Like the the professor, the writer, girl, the new character that's in the third one. Really mm. enjoyed her by the end of it. Like I liked her parts and I liked Yeah. Like, she was great. Yeah. When she's uh, at the dinner and she like does magic for what's his face, the the non magic guy, like that stuff was really fun to watch. Jacob. And when her mm, and Theseus fight with right. their with their um, uh, briefcases, Wands. that was really fun to watch. Like, yeah, you know, there's fun action sequences and really cool magic in this one, so it carried me enough. But like, what the fuck was this movie about? <laughs> Someone tell me. <laughs> so you gave it a four. Bad yeah. presidents. Yeah. I was engaged uh, enough, but it was bad. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. Let's talk yeah. about acting. Let's talk about the actors in these movies, but also like their performances and the characters and, you know, whether they were interesting enough characters. I think this is time. We got to talk about Ezra Miller. Um, <laughs> Ezra Miller is a a big problem in fact today in Hawaii, i just specifically uh no in no, iceland too not. and uh yeah i just sent something <laughs> to layla today and ezra assaulted someone else and there's it's in this, different locations not just yeah around. ezra has assaulted many people it all started when they released this video on twitter threatening the like Louis is some chapter of the Ku Klux Klan. It was a very bizarre video. And there was a really good tweet about it that was like, when you start this video, I guarantee you, I bet you a million dollars you don't know where this video is going to go. Yeah. And it is, it's weird, but it was like, yeah, who, who, who is rooting for the Ku Klux Klan? Sure, Ezra. And then he's, uh, they started fucking hurting people in bars and getting way too drunk. They are and not they well. Tanked, they are not they have, well. Yeah, and they have tanked multiple movies now like this this franchise part of why this movie didn't do well because of that and the flash has been delayed a bunch and now people are like why are we even getting a flash movie they should recast it and refilm it uh anyways that's millions of dollars so anyways nick what do you think about the actoring you could do because it's mostly the same actors why don't you do both movies at once yeah oh no no just start with the third one I can do that. Yeah, or Layla, you start with the third one. I mean, do it. So the only difference, <laughs> obvi the uh, only main difference that we can address between the two of them is that we recast 
Grindelwald. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Wait. That's not Johnny Depp in makeup? Do they ever explain why his eye is normal? He's no, they don't a totally different explain person. anything. I also learned today that Johnny Depp has had the same costumer for like 30 years, and now everything makes sense. Mm-hmm. He's, like, really loyal to the people he works with in the industry, from what I've read. Um, also, like, he keeps people on his team. He's loyal to scarves. Oh, I thought you were going to go somewhere. <laughs> Woo! Uh, yeah, let's um. not tread on that ground. Yeah, Layla, so what do you, what do you think about so, the transition to Mads Mikkelsen being... Gallic? So, I love Mads. Like, I think Mads is incredible. Uh, yeah. Great villain. I don't think he worked for me in mm. this role. I think with movies like this and this world and Harry Potter, I think there needs to be a little bit of like a caricature to a villain. And I think there needs to be a little bit of like, I don't know, a storybookness to that villain. And Mads is just a really scary person to me. Like Mads is like an actual villain and Mads played a Bond villain. And it just felt a little bit too much for what this world is, if that makes sense. Like he just felt very villainous. And or too, or I, I kind of liked your point, like almost too little. Like you want to... Um, like a cartoonish almost yes, like because you're in a fantasy a yeah it's the same thing with him and dr strange like it just doesn't work because dr strange is such a bizarre movie and he's yeah. not there to be the bizarre person i agree with totally you. yeah even if it, that's uh, not necessarily your point it felt too real world is that's definitely my point it felt way too yeah. real world like he it did just feel like um not enough in that way but also like again I need a villain that's like definitely trying to do something bad. But like when Mads is like slitting the throat of this animal, I'm like, this is just a little bit too villainous and sad and creepy for a movie that I feel is like a fairly lighthearted movie. It's in a Harry Potter world movie. Like it just felt it. They took it a little bit too dark in certain moments with him that didn't fit the rest of the world for me. So it didn't, it didn't match. I preferred Johnny Depp's version of it. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't want to like say anything about the acting was great. Like he did a great job. I just don't think the character, the way that he portrayed the character was how he should have for this world. Um, I think everyone else does a good job. I enjoy the side characters. I mean, I think they do what they can with what they have. I don't really like Tina. <laughs> I've never really liked Tina. I don't really get her character very much. Are you and talking I think- about Catherine Waterston's character? Sure, she's, she's like the girl that Newt is like in end. love with. Yes, yeah. yeah, you know her. The, her dad is Sam Waterston, like from like the newsroom and stuff. It's wild mm-hmm. to me, but yeah, she's not in the third one though. Yeah, no right? idea. Oh, so so, so I tried to well, research why. Yeah. Uh, well, she's literally in like At a minute end. total. Yeah. yeah, like of screen time. Bit. But apparently, the speculation is that because she came forth and like did a scathing oh. amount of tweets against J.K. Rowling. Rowling. Um, they, like, caught her from the third, I guess, or something. But um, regardless, don't even really like Tina's character very much. I don't think Tina adds very much to the movies. I find her fairly annoying, and I don't believe her in Newt at all. Um, so it's really hard to engage with that. Um, I love Newt. I think he's such a cute character. I think he's really enjoyable. I love the mannerisms. I think 
he's the most believable of all of them. I like his brother Theseus. I think their relationship mm. is sweet and I like the way they interact with each other. Zoe's great in the second one. Um, where, to think of- where there's your, like, what do you guys think about Dan Fogel or Dan Fogelberg? I can't remember his last name. Which character? Dan Fogler? Jacob. Jacob Kowalski. Fogler. Yeah. Jacob Kowalski. I like Jacob Kowalski. I like him. The whole thing for me. I think he's, oh, he is. Okay. I think he's really a good comedic laugh when you need it. Cause it's like such a ridiculous movie most of the time. And he just <clears> kind of brings it a little bit more back to earth and home. And I like that a lot about him. Um, I don't think he's like remarkable, but I think this movie needs a character like that. And I think he does a good job. Um, I'm going to give both of these movies a four. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Nick, what about you um, for acting? Okay. So, acting. We're talking about writing, too, right? Yeah. Well, like the writing of yeah. the characters. So, here's the thing. Oh, my God. They're bad. Yeah. All of it. All the way around. <laughs> yeah. I like Newt. Mm. I, I do. I think he's like. I what he think should Eddie be. Redmayne is a fantastic actor. I think yes, you're right that he should be that, but it's almost like, oh, fuck him. Like, like him, <laughs> just the the character Newt, and just him playing that character is just like, nah, this ain't the leading. Character. I just like I he's know. just not a leading. Like the character is just so uninteresting that yeah, I forget his name. Like four months after I watched the movie, I'd Newt? look it up to. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember that part, but what's his last name? But like, I don't know if you had the book Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. No, I didn't have the book. It's not like a story book. There's just a it's bunch of like creatures in it, but it's written by Newt Commanders. So like, we all know it. Fantastic Beasts two, I think, is especially poorly written. You're taking Ezra Miller's character. You're making a character that was uninteresting in the first one into a main part of the second one, and then a washed-over part of the third one. Like, there's just so many poor decisions, Ezra Miller just being maybe top amongst them. I was so sick of that character. I was so goddamn sick of that character. Because that's bad writing. Why would you put in a character... Who is oh my God. annoying and uninteresting, and then elevate, so elevate them so up, whiny. and then lower them back down again. Like it's just clearly, a, they're just all just so transparently cash grabby. It's all just like, like arbitrary, and the characters don't mean anything to me except for Jacob Kowalski because he's funny. But then like characters make dumb decisions, like. Like, what's-her-face, Jacob's eventual wife, pop, oh, um, Queenie. Queenie, Queenie. Queenie. I was going to ask what you guys thought Makes about Queenie. Makes an insane like decision Queenie. at the end of the second one. It doesn't make any sense. I don't get it like, at all. I get it. Completely regret, regrets it in the third one. And then it's just she's like... She's desperate. But she's then she's just desperate. like, everyone's just like chill with her by the end. And they're like, yeah, we're going to get married. Like, you don't have some like reconciliation to do there? It's just all real dumb. And the only reason that I give the first one a, a two and the second one a three is because I really like Mads Mikkelsen and think that his change to make the character like serious and like, oh yeah, this is this is hmm. Wizard Hitler. Yeah. People. This is Wizard Hitler. This isn't I mean, like 
Wizard Clown Hitler from number two. This is Wizard Hitler. Is at least. I mean, that was kind of Voldemort, but Voldemort did it in a cartoonish, fun way, though. Well, I. But there's the. the there's like Voldemort the militarization <laughs> and politics. I mean, it, like, watching it, yeah. It was yeah, like yeah, a no, fun know, know. caricature it's of a kind villain. Of, it's almost more of like a Mussolini. Like, sure, like sure, you sure. could see, like, the. But it's like the rallies and stuff I'm Let's talking about. Get into about the outside. geopolitical. <laughs> but it's so interesting. I, I actually just kind of want to, uh, like, bring it up anyways, because I, like, I don't know if people are watching uh, Peaky Blinders. But in the uh, second to last season and now this last season that's come out, there's a character who's based on a real person, um, Mosley, who was trying to bring um, fascism to England. And they do – there are scenes with his rallies and how it goes that are exactly like the Gellert Grindelwald shit in the third one. Yeah. And I think that that is interesting and compelling to me. And Mads Mikkelsen, like, knew the assignment was to just, like – play this character in a way that you are comfortable doing and it will work because he is bad and you seem bad. Um, even though I'm sure he's a good guy in, in real life, he seems like an evil piece of shit and he <laughs> plays it super well. And that is compelling and makes it not a two, but otherwise these movies are so poorly written. The characters are so incredibly uninteresting to me. There's too many of them. They don't bring on enough importance or like pizzazz to their role in any, almost any case. The only exceptions being Mads Mikkelsen and maybe the character or the actor that plays Theseus in this third one, yeah. kind of elevating that character a little bit more. I, there is a big name that has been left off from both of you guys, and I'm so curious what you think. Wait, let me what think. do you think about Jude Law as <laughs> oh. Albus <laughs> Dumbledore? Does He's it work fine. for you, Layla? Yeah, I mean, mostly. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm right in the middle of it. Like, I think there are times where I'm like. Uh, <laughs> but then I think that it could have been really bad too. So it's just such a safe, yeah, it's just so safe. I just don't, I can't see it. There are little moments when he like the vocabulary that they give him and the sweetness that he has towards Newt, and he's like. But you also, know, I think like I I saw like very small tidbits of it, and I was like kind of impressed by it. I feel like you only really start to realize in the movies near the end that Dumbledore didn't always make the best decisions and could make some selfish decisions and wasn't always the best to his own family and stuff. And just of the writing, I feel like they did a fairly good job of kind of like insinuating that in his younger years. Like I felt that and I felt the depth of like his brother and his relationship and how much his brother did not respect him. And, uh, And also his arrogance a little bit. He carried himself with a little bit of arrogance throughout the film, which I think tends to like come with people who think that they like can control people's lives. And he does uh, throughout the movie without like really thinking too much about it. He just kind of pushes people into situations. So I kind of liked that. I think they did a fairly good job at ensuring we saw that he wasn't always perfect when he was young. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's well said. I mean, I, I, I agree with that. Okay. What did, what did you end up with Nick? A two for the, for two for two and a three for three. Nice. What about you? Uh, what were you going to say, Leila? I was just going to say, I want to like defend that. I am going to stick with a four for both simply because I do think that the creatures are characters in these movies and they play mm. a huge role in why I love these movies. Like the only reason I love these movies or enjoy watching them is those characters. I love the characters so much. I love the platypus and his want of gold and I love the twig and pretty much Stick any creature. Magoo. 
any Did creature like that comes on the screen. Deer MacGuffins in the third one. Yeah, I like them all. I love them. I I said this at the beginning. I will continue to reiterate this. I would watch a show with just Newt and his creatures and a misadventure every episode trying to find a new creature. The magic lizard deer that picks presidents. I mean, the deer. Let's not let's not go hard on the deer. It's not the deer's fault. They chose to use the deer for that purpose, which is the humans. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the humans. Fuck the humans. Yeah. But the Agreed. deer's cute as fuck. Okay, <laughs> okay, let's move on. But thank you for bringing up the the non-human Kieran's characters. Very inclusive of you, Layla. <laughs> um, let's talk about originality. Dude. Fucking fantastic. Spew, you would be the leader of the spew uh, uh, group at your school. That was what it was called, right? Spew? I don't know, man. The elf thing that um, Hermione started? Oh, but she doesn't uh, like calling it. It's called yeah, evil. I think so. I don't Every remember. Every villain yeah. is lemons. Yeah, is lemons. Uh, Liz lemons. Um, original. Let's talk about originality. This is where we talk about whether the movies needed to be made. Do, are they creative? Do they stand out in any way in their genre? I think that you could definitely bring in the first movie with this one and like kind of talk about you know the existence of all of them with it. Uh, Excuse me. Nick, why don't you start with Fantastic Beast 2? Oh, jeez. I mean, no. Just like, it's a, just a no. What's a two? <laughs> I'm, giving, I'm giving them Why not a two. one? Yeah, well, I, I did. You said I, just um, a no. Just a no. I just, it's just I have not, a good reason for why it's a two and not a it's one. Because of the creatures. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I they're, mean, yeah so I, thought, they're so well thought out. <laughs> I, I can't guess. remember what creatures are in the second one, like outside of Stickman, Magoo, and Platypus. <laughs> oh, dude, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Well, there's the, like, big lion flying creature. Yeah, oh, I like that one. Yeah. And the, the other ones. Um, I don't know, dude. They're just not important movies. Um, <laughs> mm. And they're not meaningful, and they don't stand out in the genre uh, of like fantasy movies, and they don't—they definitely don't stand out in the genre of Harry Potter movies as being useful to anything. So a two, simply because I like platypuses. How about you, Layla? Did it add anything to the Harry Potter universe? No, no. I'm giving. I'm giving. Uh, and I'm. And I don't even want to them. I. Th- <laughs> You know, I think it's great that they made Dumbledore gay, I guess. Like, I just, there's so much, like, conversation around that as far as people being like, are you just trying to be inclusive? Like, I don't really understand if that's, like, an important plot point or, like, needed to be done or whatever. But that's, if you want to talk about that as potentially original, I don't know. I, I'm giving it... I think it was implied before the movies came out, like, people had, like, discussed, like, when he talks about Grindelwald, whether Grindelwald was his lover or not. But no, she didn't totally. come out and say that until she made the movies. Until so. she made the movies, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm giving them both a two. I'm only giving them a two because of the creatures. I think that, you know, I'm a big, I'm an avid fantasy lover. 
And I think the creatures are really well done. I think they're really imaginative. I think they're really fun. I think the way that he interacts with them is really different and fun, too. Like, mm-hmm. every time every time he goes into the briefcase, I get really excited because I feel like we're going to see something really cool. I think the world they built inside of the briefcase is also really fun and cool and different. Um, but that is the only reason I'm giving it a two. It is... If I had the option, I would say, let's scrap these entirely, throw them away, and completely restart with a whole new series. Like, this did not need to be made. Nothing about this series did anything for me within this world. They pulled so much random bits out of a world we already lived in that nothing about it feels original. Like, throwing the name Lestrange around, you know, like, going back into Dumbledore's past, which we had already heard about and read about in the books. So it just, like... They didn't, they didn't, like, they didn't, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, we knew all of those things, but they could have done something different with it. They could have portrayed it to us differently, elevated it in some capacity, but they didn't at all. Um, I'm wondering why they even brought America into it. Like, bringing the United States version of the muggle world, like, did it add anything in the end? There's, like, they just say things slightly differently, and there's, like, some jokes about, like, how, you know, the auras are kind of, like, no, CIA agents. Like, I think it was just like, about broadening the magic world. Like, they, that's because that's what they did in this movie. These movies were about broadening our version of the magic but world, But did right? they? Did no, they, they actually? Didn't. Yeah, That's exactly. why they did it, though, yeah. is what I'm saying. It was Shallow. a bad call. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, it did not yeah. need to be made. It was really bad. It was really, really bad. Nick, what did you think about the third one? Um, Layla I gave talked it a about both. Okay. Three because of the attempt to bring in what I think is an interesting part of the world that no one who watches the movies probably wants to see more about, and that is the like politics of the world. <laughs> That's I okay. I was gonna save it for just like a little like side note about legacy, but. I really do think like that's the key thing about these in terms of their originality and why these movies fail. It just feels like Warner Brothers fully misunderstood what it is that makes Harry Potter, the movies, lovable and so successful because those movies were extremely successful. And I wouldn't say that the Fantastic Beasts are like absolute failures, but like the Secrets of Dumbledore did not do very well and there were a lot of reasons for it. Um, But I think that their idea of what would make it what would make it successful was just so misguided it was like let's put in big cgi monsters and i know like you're right layla i think some people do go to see some of the creatures and stuff but they're doing these big cgi scenes with these like huge wand battles and like all these monsters and them running around like you know like the scene with the crabs is very fun and cute But there's also this, like, at the same time, there's this, like, huge spider that's grabbing people, and that's scary. But it's, like, they turned it into an action movie, which is not, like, what the Harry Potter movies are. And they basically just thought that the real draw would be, you know, big blockbusters have big CGI sets and really beautiful people. So let's put in some, like, the prettiest people that are, like, you know, they're not all the hottest people. But, like... They're all like decent looking people and they put them in there and they think that that's what's going to work. And they they really forgot that the real magic of Harry Potter were the friends that you made along the way. Uh, But seriously, like actually the characters, like caring about plots and characters was everything about Harry Potter. 
Like the fun magic stuff was a nice side part to it. But you w- those movies would not have been as exciting had right. you not had such good characters. And I don't think there's a single character in these ones that even fucking compares to the like eighth ranked character in Harry Potter. Yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. There's there's no like there's no connection to characters in these movies at all. I completely agree with that. Although I do disagree slightly with the idea that like cuz like the last two Harry Potter movies are huge action movies. Like they are a lot of action. There's a lot but of But they're grounded happening. with like the key part about that. Totally. Like it wasn't the action that made them ep- like the action helps. I think it's a great combination of both is my point. Like, I think if they did have the right characters and you're buy into those characters, then the action would have been great. I would have I would have loved that equally because like as they got older and those last two movies are them older and with a lot of older characters like this is the world. It's an it's a dangerous time. It's a war like you need that. It's important. And I think with these two, like. These are all adults. We're not looking at kids anymore. Early on, there wasn't a lot of action because they're it's a, they're kids' movies, you know? Yeah. Um, so I do think the action was necessary because it kept me really engaged and it was really, really fun. But you're completely right. Like, I didn't give a shit about any of these characters. So why would I, like, engage through the whole movie if I don't give yeah. a shit about the characters? I guess I... Yeah, exactly. My point, like, like it's like the balance of what they thought was going to make this movie successful was like, let's invest everything into the action and the, the CGI monsters and stuff. And they're just like, and and it's weird because you get the actual author of the books writing these movies and she fucking sucks at it. And she sucks as a person as well. Let's move on to eye candy. Uh, let's Mm. talk about the visual elements since I was just talking about CGI and stuff. Nick, you, I, I want to start with you because you, and this one, you know, feel free to do it one movie and then the next one. But I, you had mentioned like you hated the visuals of the second one, but then when you saw the third one in theaters, which I didn't, you were like, <clears throat> it's clear the visuals look a lot better now and it's actually more exciting to watch. Yeah, it's not as, it's not as dark. Like, literally, it is not as, like, dark. Yeah, and that's like a big part of it. It's sentence done. End. I mean, it's just not. It is our lighter colors. Uh, It is pretty washed out, though. The third one Um, has a hue. It is has like a very like kind of (laughs) yeah glowed out like overlit hue a lot of the time. A lot of that is because there are a lot of scenes that don't necessarily take place like in. like normal there's like magic happening too um but i mean like there's still like giant cgi films on a green screen like i would be hard pressed to say that there would be more than 50 percent of the scenes that are not on a sound stage with a green screen oh i would say it's like 70 percent of the movie yeah i don't even think both movies yeah, definitely. I don't think that there's there are some parts of it like some castles and stuff they might have filmed at, but I would say the majority of both of these movies are on sound stages with green screens. Yeah. And I mean like your saving grace for both of them is that yeah, like Layla said, the design and the way the like thought put into the creatures a lot of, most of the time is really well thought out and cool. 
Um, I don't know about the execution, though, because I just am, like, not into the whole giant CGI thing all of the time. Um, and I don't know that in the third one specifically, you're using very much creativity with the way that the animals appear. What they're able to do, maybe, but um, I don't... I don't know. I don't really like the look of either of these movies. I just, they're like, but I mean, to be fair, like, I like Marvel movies, but I also don't really love how they look, especially recently. So, oh yeah, I don't know. I'm in between threes and fours for both. I don't think there's anything about either of them that saves itself from being like different from the other one. However, the, again, this is maybe just me, the design of Grindelwald as Mads Mikkelsen is much better to me than the like weird like what is this guy <laughs> in the other one because he's just like like that guy wasn't like what happened to him were they like were he and Dumbledore like of like did they like wear like dress both dress normal back in the day I'm like so shocked you say this though because like that's villains in the Harry Potter world. Voldemort looks like a fetus. Like well, yeah, I just but, like, like this villain is like the po- like the point of the whole thing is what he, he's become. So like why does he look that way? But he was like boys with Dumbledore back in the day. I mean, like, I just feel and like Dumbledore looks normal. Yeah, they were. Um, I mean, like why does he look that way? I don't get it. I'm gonna imagine Voldemort looks that way because magic destroyed him. Yeah, but like Slytherins make their hair white. I mean, think about Draco's mom. She like styles her hair half white, half black, and like wears ridiculous clothing. Like all this is a Harry Potter world. (laughs) Is that the fashion? Yes, I suppose. But then he he I just like it better as the like politician version of Grindelwald that has dastardly plans to. Take things down from the top. Um, I don't know, but like, I, I don't know. I don't love the way they look. I'm gonna give them both. I'll say for CGI movies, they're probably average. So you're gonna get oh, okay. I'll give them both, both fours. Both, even though you said that the third one, they fix the visuals. That they do, in the but one. instead of just being too dark, it's then like too light. Oh, okay, gotcha. So. It, <laughs> Even so I don't really like. I don't really know. I, I, and What's also, your happy medium, a, a Nick? Big part of it, a big part of it is the Obscurus looks super dumb. Yeah, and there's not, a, there's no Obscurus in the third one, really. Well, there, it's just one scene, of right? It, and Dumbledore takes care of it pretty quickly. Yeah, uh, that's a big, that. By big the part. way, I just want to say that scene where Dumbledore puts him into that like mirror realm or whatever in the puddle, like, is really fucking cool. When the drop is going to the window, and then all of a sudden he's in the in yeah. there, and he doesn't even realize. More... Anyways, Layla, you're right. I'll give a three to, the, to two and a four to three. Okay, I originally <laughs> had it like that in my notes. Okay, Layla, what did you think about the visuals of these movies? I'm giving two a two and three a three. Okay. Um, so yeah, I hate how the Obscurus looks. I'm already giving so three more credit for not having it in it really at all. Um, I when every time it explodes, it like every time it explodes, I'm just like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like, I just don't care when it's happening. So like, I'm like, this isn't scary. Too. This isn't like, 
Okay, he exploded. Yay. Again. Oh my god, get his shit together. Like it just is like it's it's <laughs> it's it's annoying. It's really 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 annoying. Um yeah, it's really dark in the second one. So I when I was first watching it in game, I don't know if you remember this, but like weirdly in the second one for like the first I would say half an hour, they do these like intense close-up shots of people as they're talking. Like it's like some yeah drama mm-hmm. indie movie or something mm-hmm. like that and i was like what does this movie think that it is right but now? by the way <laughs> like the three of these movies or at least the last two are directed by david yates the guy who did the last like five harry potter movies yeah i know so it i don't was, know why like, i agree with you i don't know why there's like in it was the like a moment of confusion some... it was so yeah. weird it was like it's what's weird. what movie are we watching right now uh so there was the second one visually was just I don't know what I fucking am. I'm going to do a million different things that make no sense that don't cohesively bring this movie visually together at all. And the CGI is really bad. Um, The third one goes like Nick's totally right. It definitely like dives a little bit deeper into just like, okay, we are an action movie. We're not going to go super dark. We're going to try to keep this like a Harry Potter movie and we're going to lighten it up a little bit and have some really fun action sequences that aren't just Ezra Miller blowing up. Um, So good for them. That was fun. I enjoyed the visuals of like the duels and the battle scenes. And as you talked about, Gabe, that scene where they go into the mirror world is really cool. I just think they cared a lot more about the action in the third one. So they put more effort into like being a little bit creative with how they portrayed all of the magic. Um, So it's just a little bit better. It's not amazing. It's still not great. So I'm going with a three for the third one. But yeah, (laughs) I wish I to be honest, I wish I saw both the second and third in a theater because I think I would have enjoyed it more. I just don't like CG. I like, I like my TV a lot, but I just don't like looking at CGI on a TV. That's why like, like Marvel and star Wars shows that have CGI and have only been on Disney plus kind of like, it kind of upsets me because like, I wish I got to see them in theaters. I would have liked them I more. I promise you Moon Knight would not look as well, not Yeah, but it wouldn't either. have looked like the worst thing ever. Anyways, let's finish Maybe. off. Let's Maybe. talk about... Oh, I we didn't talk about this earlier, but I do want to say um, the guy who plays the um, current, like, prime... Not prime minister, like, whatever world chancellor or whatever, yeah. Oliver Masucci, is the guy from Dark. Um <laughs> He's the father oh, yeah. in Dark. Yeah. And oh, I, I forgot his, his, he's his, first of all, his English is perfect, which isn't a surprise, but he's like, so like fun with it. And he has this like kind of goofy voice because he's like Ulrich in, in uh, Dark is like a very dark, like Mads Mikkelsen-esque character. And it was kind of cool to have him in this. I want to see him in like a million more American films. He's a great actor. Um, just want to say that. Let's finish off with Legacy. What do you guys think is the lasting legacy of Fantastic Beast 2, The Crimes of Grindelwald? Out of seven. Nick. Um, this is really hard to... This was hard for me to like figure out while I was trying to write like notes down. Because I just don't... I can't really tell. Like They're critically panned. They're, they're not good movies by any stretch. Um, since they're kid movies, I tried to think, like, do, like, the kids at work 
or like any kids that I interact with via my job give a shit about these movies? And the answer is a, a hard no. Uh, I haven't met a single kid, at least in my line of work, that has ever at once mentioned any any sort of beasts, be it fantastic or otherwise. <laughs> uh, and Subpar I just beasts. don't. I just don't know who cares about these diehard Harry Potter fans. Maybe, but like even theirs, it's like a. I guess I'll do this. I actually think for diehard Harry Potter fans, like ones that are even like crazier than I would ever call myself. Like, I actually think these movies should be like more upsetting to them. Probably. Yeah. You know, it is. I mean, it's just like, I can't figure out who these are made for anymore. Other than the people who made them making them for them to put more money in their pockets. So, uh, the second one is the worst of the three. So I gave it a two. I, oh, wow. Okay, so I will say oh, wow. statistically, so like the second one has made $645 million, which is a crazy amount. It's like a lot of it is like riding off the coattails of Harry Potter and stuff. But that's a lot of money. And it was both of these were made with a $200 million budget, which just makes me so fucking irritated because there are so many movies with like. Of a fraction of those uh, budgets that look better. But the second one was actually considered more of a failure. The second one, I mean, granted, it's during the pandemic, but it's made 400,000. So it's like, or th- 400 million. Sorry, that would be nuts. Um, would not be good. Which is a lot of money, clearly, but like it was supposed to be a bankable movie for WB, and it's not. So. But, like, yes, critically, it is more liked than the other two, or at least the middle one. Layla, what were you um, disagreeing I don't know, with? man. Like, I put in my notes a five. I don't even know why I put that. Like, I just don't know. <laughs> Help me, Layla. I gave them both fives. Oh, okay. Um, to me, I, I say this every time, and I don't really need to premise it anymore, but this category is so much more about conversation than it is about like whether people liked it or not like you can have a bad legacy but like they have large legacies they both do unfortunately like this whole franchise will always be remembered will always be talked about in reference to harry potter this will always live whether in infamy or not it's gonna live because of harry potter the movies Um, who lived yeah. (laughs) yeah um there is so much controversy around actors in these movies. Like, you know, Johnny Depp's whole controversy, Ezra's, you know, chaos. You know, they both are tied to these films and they both have had chaos going on in their lives around these films. There was a huge recasting that's going to be talked about probably by pop culture people for a long time because of one of the largest trials our generation has watched. Like it's there's too much around these movies, let alone the fact that they are always going to be tied to the coattails of Harry Potter to, to go any lower than a five. Like these will forever be talked about. They will. Yeah. Even just in conversations being like, wow, they sucked so hard. Also 
J.K. Rowling said all of those comments amidst the making of these films and was detested and hated during the making of these films. Like, people will associate, you know, um, J.K.'s transphobia with these movies and this time. And it's uh, it's forever going to be on everybody's minds. (laughs) Yeah, but bad publicity is like good publicity. Yeah, it's totally. w- it's weird though like they def- I mean you have to see it when you're on the front page of it but I don't think like a lot of people know that all these movies are now available on HBO Max and like they could just watch them mm-hmm. and that should be a bigger deal because like you know the Harry Potter movies all being on HBO Max at <clears> one <throat> point was like a huge deal like everyone went and watched those that was one of the selling points but this is just like not only like a shitty Warner Brothers product at a time when Warner Brothers is doing okay with like the Batman and Dune and stuff, but it's just like, it's wild how much these movies failed. But I do agree with you that like people are always going to be like, how the fuck did they, they fuck this up? I think, well, the weirdest thing is like the main reason why these didn't work is that they don't really have the source material that the Harry Potter movies did. But the funny thing about that is J.K. Rowling fucking wrote these movies. So, like, that doesn't even really apply. It's just, it is highly bizarre that they messed it this up. There's so, like, as you said earlier, Layla, there's so much about the wizarding world that is so fascinating to us. Like, exactly. we want to exist in, like, a Harry Potter video game. We were all part of, like... Pottermore when that was a thing because there's so much to the wizarding world in general all we saw was England and, and like a little bit of Bulgaria absolutely no thought put into these movies they no. are but you know what's crazy about that grabs. though I will give them fives because you are right Layla but they put Professor McGonagall in the movies and she's negative eight years old I know canonically yeah um just because it- that thing from the thing I don't even know <laughs> if having good source material even matters because the Hobbit movies were awful. Like, oh, I just... Well, but oh, the Hobbit, like, well, is, okay, so part of it, it <laughs> like, the Hobbit is, like, they also made three movies out of something that should have just been one or, like, two at most. Because you remember the Hobbit movies, the third movie starts with the dragon get, sorry, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it. <laughs> Smoke gets, like, killed in the first, like, ten minutes, and then you have to watch this, like, absolutely disturbingly horrible movie. Yeah. And the the (laughs) Hobbit, but this was the same thing. The Hobbit one came out, and we were all like, eh, it's not horrible. It's actually, like, some of it's kind of fun. Let's see what they do with it, and then we'll decide. Same thing with okay, Fantastic so Beasts. Okay, we so you were just like, pointed it out eh, then. The issue is it's it's greed. It's entirely greed. If they just chose to dedicate good writing and good time to one film like one good follow-up yeah. film to these movies or three but, like, good th- ones. but think about think about the problem with the hobbit this goes back or to my like point ones. in eye candy and originality the bi- <laughs> yeah the the hobbit what's what's the worst part about it is that it's so much cgi yeah. with characters you don't care about and then again it's the same thing where the studio thought Let's make this more action, more CGI, more monsters, more silliness, and people are going to like this. And they just forgot that the whole reason that we fucking like Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings to begin with, not like what they become, but to begin with, are the fucking characters and the storyline. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's, so these studios are dumb, dude. Fantastic Beasts Three: The Secrets of Dumbledore is a thirty-seven point five out of much higher than that. Out of seventy-five. Out of seventy-five. Um, but it beats Fantastic Beasts Two: The Crimes of Grindelwald by seven point five points because the second one only got thirty. Oh. Yeah. Um, for me, honestly, you guys the... gave above averages to like in categories I never would have. But that's I never gave I mean... a five outside of legacy, did I? Um, there was one you gave a five. I can't remember what spectacularity. No, no you're right. No. Yeah, you were average or bust. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. This is there nothing about these movies are, <laughs> are a five. No. And I mean, to my credit, I gave some average scores, which maybe you wouldn't have. <clears throat> oh, interesting. Um, yeah, so well, not not good. Where, like, do we think not fantastic, the, for the sure. wizarding world is gonna exist beyond the second half of our podcast that we're gonna do on the last four? One? Dude, they're making a fourth Fantastic Beast. Yeah. Oh, I thought they canceled it. I thought no, this end, this effectively beast. ended it. Yeah. Maybe this time we'll find out where to find them. <laughs> no, wait. Are they really doing that? I thought they, it's, they it, They're still in... No, they're no, still in discussion thing, for a number four. You can't make that much money. They and they made money, but more. not that much more. They basically just made $200 million off of it. Like That's not enough for Warner Brothers nowadays. Anyways... Oh, uh, do you guys have any recommendations? They can be based on Harry Potter. Watch Harry they Potter. Anything. What, yeah. Or <laughs> just watch Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter is much better. Um, it is much better. There's so uh, many. Ma- if you're like, I'm trying to think about. I'm magic. sure if you watch the Magicians, us, the TV show is really fun. If you like that uh, kind of stuff, I recommend the book. Yeah, I love the book. I love. I so I read the first book and I think the second book, and then. I watched the show. I got like an episode and a half in and I was like, nah, this wasn't it. Sorry. Yeah. I but mean, that's super fair. It depends uh, on like, like how much you like CW-esque shows. Yeah. It was I kind of love that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it is very, it's very mixture of CW and magic. Uh, you may as well just watch really Supernatural funny. at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Supernatural is really camp though. <laughs> like Supernatural yeah. is like oh, yeah. its own entity. <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, trying to think, magic, magic. I magic, uh, if, magic if the you, gathering, magic <laughs> the dark magician. Magic, I think uh, if you are new, this I, it would be wild if you are. But if you're new to Mads Mikkelsen, like just mm, fucking watch Mads Mikkelsen Mads movies. Bender, He's dude. one of he should have been nominated and should have won Don't for the movie happy. called The Hunt. It'll Get ruin Mads. your entire weekend, but you should watch it. Um. Another round he's fucking incredible into. I, I highly, that movie is so accessible. It's on Hulu and it's so digestible for so many people. If you just watch a movie with subtitles, he's incredible. Uh, Mads Mickelson is the fucking man. Mickelson. so great. You should call Mans Mickelson. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, I got a recommendation that has nothing, that has like very little to do with these. Okay. Okay. One is Green Room. Because the guy who plays Theseus is the lead singer in the band in, in yeah. Green Room. Yeah. I actually, I like him. He, uh, he's Tenibus. a solid actor. Green Room, is, Green Room is fucking hardcore. Like, this is yeah. not hardcore. for people that hardcore don't parkour. like. Have you seen it, Layla? No. It, this is not, it's a great Anton Yelchin movie. It's actually one of my favorite of this, like, 
thriller genre that's like super super hyper violent but like really <laughs> realistic it's it's fucking good dude that movie rocks um I also and another thing that rocks, and I'm going to preach this because I have no idea why people aren't watching it. The Old Man, which you can find on Hulu, that's a FX show, is so good. I'm telling you, I watched the same trailers as everyone else. It Layla and I talked about how bad it looked when the trailers came out. People I are just, saying really great things though. So like, it's yeah, you're not fucking alone. incredible. If you like Jason Bourne movies, if you like. Uh, John Wick movies, it's like a mix of both, but with Jeff Bridges and John Lithgow at like the top of their game. Such a weird that, combo for that those That show fucking rocks, dude. No, it's... they're Not really. They're kind of like similar. Oh, no. I just meant oh, like those people. actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so true. Um, yeah, that show rocks. Uh, any other recommendations? Not really. Fuck these no. movies. Watch fantasy movies. Watch. You can watch Beautiful Creatures. That's another magic one. That's a fantasy book and movie for like young people, which is really fun. The movie's new, not like amazing, but new Game of Thrones show and oh, yeah. a new yep. Lord of the Rings show <laughs> next month. This is yep. the hi- wowie zowie. Highly expected. Um, l- I think get so ready. Next week we're not doing an episode, but the week afterwards, the boys will be over. We did The Boys Season 2. We're doing The Boys Season 3. It's happening. Uh, the fan, what, I don't remember what the, the orgasm... Herogasm. Herogasm is happening. <laughs> it's coming live to your ears. You're going to get an eargasm from it. Um, I also... I'm just putting this out there. We don't have to do it. But we might do an episode comparing Miss Marvel to Moon Knight. Because I had totally different expectations for both, and they flip-flopped for me, where I really, Don't really... spoil it! Well, I'm just saying, I really, really like Miss Marvel, and you kind of heard us talk about Moon Knight, so... Let us know if that's something you'd be interested in, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Text yeah. us, call us, email us. Call me, beat me, if you want to reach me. That's great. Hey, if you want to reach us, you can find us on Instagram and on Twitter. Look up at FacingOffPod. Uh, and you can email email us facingoffpodcast at gmail.com Nick do you have a send off three points to Hufflepuff I'm doing I'm doing spells <laughs> but you can't doing, hear it but you can't hear it because in the in the movie they don't do they're like I could be doing anything I could literally be doing anything MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. 
new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.